0: Hello and welcome to the Weekly Watch podcast series. I'm Jim McCormick, Global Head of Death Strategy at NatWest Markets. This series helps you cut through the noise in global financial markets with a quick take on the upcoming trends to watch.
1: It goes without saying that the past week was a pretty dramatic one for U.S. politics. It started last week with the New York Times article on Trump's taxes. In the middle of the week, we had the controversial first presidential debate. And of course, we ended the week with Trump testing positive for COVID and being hospitalized late Friday evening. It is truly to know for sure how this impacts the election, but two things we do know is, firstly, Trump's COVID news and his hospitalization adds new uncertainty to an already very uncertain election. Global equity markets are opening this week on fairly firm footing. We'll see whether or not that can be sustained. Secondly, the, the real news last week was a major swing in the polls and betting markets toward Joe Biden and the Democrats. For instance, Trump's probability of winning in the 538 election model is now just 19 percent. That's the lowest in the election cycle with just 19 days to go before election day. Betting odds have also moved towards Democrats, but not quite as decisively. Our U.S. team has been speaking quite a lot with clients on the election the last few weeks. We found two important ways where we differ from most consensus views. Firstly, we think the polls should be believed that a Biden-Democratic sweep is much more likely than people expect. Clients have been more on the 50-50 count. Secondly, we think any equity weakness from a Democratic sweep after the election would ultimately give way to optimism around a new substantial fiscal package in 2021. If this is the case, and the Democratic win is not the big equity market negative that most think it will be, I expect a new round of substantial U.S. dollar weakness and U.S. curve steepening in the wake of the election. I think it's notable that the U.S. curve did steepen last week and is starting this week close to the cycle highs. The theme of more fiscal policy for much longer is a key message of our latest global economics quarterly. The COVID crisis has opened the fiscal floodgates globally. It will be hard to shut them down once the global economy begins to stabilize. I also want to spend a few moments on the key market trends from September. The stall in global equity markets is what I think most investors will remember most about last month, but the real story in September was big trends in currency markets. It was a similar story, in fact, over the past three to four months. And in general, this underscores a theme that we have talked about for some time, which is FX markets and currency volatility will benefit from the economic policy and political trends in the wake of the COVID crisis. More specifically, the big story in currencies last month was the strength in Asian currencies. This trend continued last week with the Chinese renminbi closing Friday at its highest level since early 2019. I've spoken a lot on the bullish case for Asian markets and currencies on this call before. Many of the key arguments were on display last week, most notably the strength in Asian uh, purchasing manager surveys and continued strong rebounds in the global goods cycle. This week has a quieter calendar than last, although my guess is it's not going to be very quiet. Two weeks, I, two things that I would highlight are, firstly, we're entering a, an intense period for Brexit negotiations heading into the EU summit next week. Saturday's virtual meeting between UK Prime Minister Johnson and EC President von der Leyen did not really break any new grounds. There's still uh, big gaps to close in certain issues, and the risks remain uh, pretty finely balanced for a deal. Judging from the recent sterling rally, markets seem pretty confident that a deal is coming. Uh, For us, it seems a little too early to take that view. Uh, Also this week, we are in the 2021 budget season for the euro area, and this Thursday, the EU is likely to announce the timing of its first EU bond. We expect the 10-year, $10 billion auction to be done next week. Related to this over the past few days, we've been updating our numbers on euro area budgets and supply for next year. There's lots of different numbers, but the key metric for me is that net supply for euro bonds in 2021 is expected to be 750 billion. This is up from 550 billion this year and an average of just 165 billion per annum in the past five years. Net yet, net net as with the US, the story for Europe next year is expansive fiscal spending huge supply, and very likely super curves.
0: I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Weekly Watch, and please do subscribe to our channel to get future episodes. We also encourage you to explore more of our content on our website and social media channels. Speak to you again soon.